Hello and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best ice cream? Top gaming console? Best blenders? Nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when they think they are right. I'm your host, Tom Lockhart, and with me as always is... Zach Rancourt. Yay, Zach, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, Not too shabby. What is today? Wednesday? The days are just blurring together, and it's great. It's almost my birthday. It's coming up in a couple weeks, and I am excited because it's my day. I get to do whatever I want on my birthday. I'm aware it's your birthday soon because mine is four days before yours. I know. It's awesome. We're May babies. Yay. Go Taurus. Yeah. (laughs) Taurus. Um, Awesome. Yeah. So any other changes in your life? Uh, not really. Just been. Oh, I watched the Mortal Kombat movie on Friday and Uh it was awful, uh but I love the shit out of it. So that's exactly (laughs) how I described it to one of my friends. He asked me what what it was like, and I was like, it was awesome and awful all in the right ways. (laughs) It's so bad, but it's also so good. (laughs) Uh, I don't need all this jibber jabber about Outland and whatnot. Just give me the fighters fighting. That's all I need. Like. That's yeah, why. Yeah. Why everything else? Yeah, totally. Uh, but so anyways, Zach, how are you, man? Uh, well, you might have heard, but uh, I got married recently. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, it was real exciting. We just kind of put it together in a week and just got hitched. Good job. Um, At the courthouse? Uh, no. It, surprisingly, judges cost like $450 to get them on the weekend. <laughs> What? So, yeah, like, and you can't do anything at the courthouse right now because of Corona. So mm-hmm. we had to kind of look for something else. And we found the perfect thing. What a friend. That? They are oh, nice. <laughs> we got Eric to be our officiant. Um, he got ordained through the Church of Latter-day Dude. <laughs> so I was married by a, a dudist priest. <laughs> and I am okay with that in every way. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. It really tied the room together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it was great. Um, so have you heard heard the song before? Let me let me sing it for you. 99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. You take one down, pass it around. Uh, I don't know. My math sucks. Uh, maybe I should stop drinking so much beer. Said no one ever. <laughs> Today we are going to try the impossible and attempt to list our top five favorite beers of all time. To enhance discussion, we didn't share our lists with each other, and by no means are we experts or historians in said category. I don't think that's true. We are just a few <laughs> dudes who like to talk about nonsense. Zach, would you like to give me your first beer? Yeah, this one was a this was a tough one. I've been a beer fan for quite some time. Uh, one of my my best mates, Matt, he uh, he got me into beer many moons ago, and I just kind of went from there. I remember like my first beers when I was a teenager in high school was uh, Bush Light, and ooh, yummy, good good Bush Light. Then I then I upgraded to Keystone Light in college, but um. Excuse me. Even our days of working at the casino, I was drinking like Coors Light, so it wasn't anything <laughs> wasn't anything mystical. But as I got older, I started diving into more beers and actually the very first I want to call it craft beer that I really learned to love was little something something ale. It is not on this list, but that, that beer will always hold a very dear place in my heart because I think it is very easily drinkable and it is a delicious and hefty beer. I'll put it that mm-hmm. way. But 
I am actually going to do this in order because I have a clear number one. So I'm going to go backwards, starting with my fifth choice. Okay. Um, so I am not a huge sour fan or this is Zach circa 2017. But when I had my first sour, it was at Great Notion Brewing in Portland, Oregon. And I had the blueberry muffin sour. It is absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, it is a sour fruited kettle sour. Uh, I don't know how to brew beer, but I'm sure that's amazing. Anyhow, um, yeah, it's based out of Portland. And this beer, Tom, I don't know if you've ever had it, but it it tastes and smells exactly like a warm blueberry muffin. I was blown away. And I don't want to be all hipster, but I, I did go to Great Notion around the time they first opened. Not first opened, but in their infancy. Um, and... I was there with maybe two other people. I sat at the uh, at the bar top, I should say, and I was talking to a person who worked there about just how mm-hmm. they do the beer. I'm like, this is the most aromatic beer I've ever had. And they're like, it's amazing. I just couldn't believe it. So it's a 98 on Beer Advocate. But Blueberry Muffin from Great Notion is is the reason I got into sours. Um, yeah, I've never been, I don't like sours all that much. Like I've tried many of them cause I always like to try things and then go, yep, I still don't like that. And I always, I always get fooled by things that have like blueberry muffin or chocolate cake because they get you with that. And I've only found one beer that's ever tasted like what they said on the bottle. That wasn't just like a hint of blueberry. Uh, Which one so, is that? Well, if you would like to have me, oh, is it on your list? On turn? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it is actually oh, going shit. to be my my first beer, so I will just jump right into it. So I got, I was not really a big porter person, not because I didn't like them, I just never tried them. Um, and then I went out to a double date with uh, Gordy and his wife. And we went to a place down in Kirkland that I don't remember the name of, but we (laughs) sat down at the table and I saw peanut butter cup Porter. And I thought that sounds delicious. And I got it and it tasted just like a peanut butter cup. (laughs) It was the first (laughs) time I drank something that didn't fool me with its name. Um, (laughs) It's by wingman brewery. It's got an Mm -hmm. 87% on beer advisor or beer advocate. Um, and it is very tasty and smooth and anything with peanut butter cup in it is going to get me. Yeah. Is, is that from Everett? Isn't wingman and Everett? Um, I'm not sure where it's located. I know that they sell the peanut butter cup Porter at uh total wine. Mm. At least they did okay, the last I'm time I got it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is around. It's in Washington. It's Tacoma. That's right. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Tacoma. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've had that before. It's really good. I'm a sucker for peanut butter. And uh, if Dylan was here, he would say the same thing because he likes he likes the peanut butter and the chocolate. If there were pretzels yes. in it, then he'd be he'd be over the moon because he loves the pretzels. <laughs> uh, one of the guys I play D&D with, uh, he used to work at Norm's Market in Lake Stevens. And mm-hmm. he told me if you take that peanut butter cup and then you put in a raspberry lambic together yeah. with it, it tastes like you're just eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> that sounds heavy and delicious. Oh, yeah. I was going to knock you out. <laughs> yeah, I am a fan of that. And I was kind of in the same boat as with you as porters. Uh, but 
I implore you to try some sours. And uh, if you do come to my house for my birthday, I will pick up some great notion and uh, I'll, I'll get you a blueberry muffin beer so you can try. I it's, will it's, definitely it's be over for your incredible. birthday. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, because because they opened yeah. a great notion brew pub uh, only a few blocks from where I live. And it is incredible. So, um, well, to piggyback off of your peanut butter cup porter, I had the joy of visiting uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota a couple years ago. Right before I transitioned to a new job, I wanted a quick little little getaway. Um, I've never been to Minneapolis. I have a couple friends there and I really enjoyed it. I went to go see the Mariners play the twins, but I also went for beer. And uh, when I was there, Tom, um, and, and stop me if you, you, you heard this name before, but I went to many different breweries and I discovered one with my buddy uh, who told me how amazing it was. And it is called Dangerous Man Brewing. It's an awesome name, even cooler logo, but they have a peanut butter porter that will knock your socks off. Ooh. So you like that wingman? I guarantee you the peanut butter porter is better. It is oh, phenomenal. Man. It's like one of their signature beers. I was it was like the first time that I heard the Beatles when I when I drank this. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm in heaven. <laughs> it's um, it's remarkable. It's a 92 on on Beer Advocate. But yeah, Dangerous Man in Minnesota. Absolutely love them. It is uh, it's got some vanilla, real toasty kind of brown uh, flavor. I'm not a huge, huge Porter fan, but man they 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 blend that peanut butter in there so well and it's not as yeah. heavy as a stout obviously the stouts you know give you a little more uh, mouthfeel and this yeah. one just goes down so easy it's just sweet and kind of nutty and oh man it's good that's the it's thing so is, good tom sometimes like not all porters are good but when they are good they're great <laughs> yeah and they this just one just hit it just out of the park hits this one just hits. So, yeah, the the peanut butter porter from Dangerous Man Brewing in uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. All right. Well, then I will give you my next one, which this is going to be a fun little story about me making terrible decisions. Um, <laughs> so I was, actually, <laughs> I was deciding between two beers here and I chose this one because I had a better story. Um, so a while back, probably like four years ago. Uh, I went over to Monaco's house and I hadn't seen him in like nine months. So I brought a six pack of my beer, which was Space Dust by Elysian Brewery. And we sat down and we started shooting the shit and I was drinking beer and he was taking a shot every once in a while. And I realized <laughs> I reached, I reached for a beer and I realized there's only one left. And then I looked at the time and I had only been there for 45 minutes <laughs> and Space Dust has a nice 8.2% alcohol. Um, and I said to Monaco, you know what? I don't think this is going to end very well because I'm, I'm going to drink this last beer and <laughs> we're just going to see where this goes. So we kept talking. We watched some comedians on Netflix. And then I threw up in his bathroom. <laughs> Jesus, Tom. <laughs> it, it was so weird because normally I don't drink like that much that fast. Like I, I'm proud to say that I have never blacked out drinking. Like I've never even come close to blacking out drinking. But that was a rough night where it was just like I was sitting on the couch and we were watching. I don't even I, th I think it was Tom Segura and. I don't know what he was saying because I was just inside my own head, just thinking, 
I really don't want to throw up tonight. Please don't throw up tonight. I'm going to go to the bathroom because I'm going to throw up. And I just went in, I threw up, and then I fell asleep on his couch. (laughs) Jeez, man. I planned on just going over for a couple hours, hanging out, and then going home. And instead, it was like nine o'clock in the morning the next day with me with a hangover from a six pack. How many did you drink all six of them then? I, yeah, because I drank five and I was opening mm-hmm. the last one when I realized, oh, oh okay. no, I missed and I'm not going to waste the beer. <laughs> yeah, damn, Tom, that's that's a deadly game there. I mean, I'm not I'm not a young strapping 25 year old anymore, so it's hard for me to be able to put those down um, that quick. I mean, I can do a six pack over a course of like six days, but <laughs> yeah, that's how Other, I am otherwise it's like yeah. a beer a night, maybe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know, like I'm drinking a White Claw right now because it's just, you know, <laughs> found I'm it fitting for a, a beer a podcast. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. That's a good choice. So Elysian Space Dust. And I and I agree, Tom, I absolutely love that beer. There's a reason it made it became basically their signature beer. Um, mm-hmm. It is phenomenal. Have you ever had a Fuzz Duster? Yes, I have. Yeah, I, so I think I've had every beer by Elysian. <laughs> Well, so a fuzz duster is just you can only get it at the tap room, but uh, basically they, they take a super fuzz, which mm-hmm. is their blood orange uh, pale, and then they yeah. mix it half and half with Elysian space dust. So hence the the fuzz duster. But it is so goddamn good because it has that blood orange hint. And then you get that that nice, smooth, hoppy taste from the uh, from the space dust because it is a. Uh, you know, it's it's a strong IPA, but it's not overly aggressively hoppy. It's just like the right smoothness that it needs yeah. to be. So I agree. And great, great mouthfeel on that one, too. I'm a fan of anything that tastes like battery acid. That's my beer of choice is just anything <laughs> that burns the back of your mouth. It tastes great to me. Anything that will uh, destroy the enamel on your teeth. Give me 100 oh, yeah. IBUs, please. <laughs> Who needs those? <laughs> no, just rip it all off. Looking at you, Bailbreaker. Um, so, yeah. But uh, here we go. So here is my third choice. Um, so I live in an amazing area in Seattle, and I am very close to so many breweries. But uh, amongst them are some of the best breweries in Washington. I, I, the, the, the country, I will say they are some of the best in the country. But Rubens, Ruben has a crush series, and they are phenomenal hazy IPAs particularly their Double Crush. Their Double Crush has a beer advocate rating of 91. Uh, if you try their Fresh Hop series of Crush, it is, it'll knock your knock your socks off. It'll change your life. But uh, they do a Triple Crush here and there. They have uh, usually different tropical crushes with pineapple or guava or mango or whatever. And whenever I go to Ruben's and someone's like, oh, you should order for me because I clearly know what I'm talking about. That was sarcasm. But I, I just say, oh, here, I, I bet you would like this insert uh, pronoun crush here. And people are, I should say, adjective here. And uh, people will be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It doesn't really taste like beer. And I'm like, I know. Right. And it's uh, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, their crush series is so good. And and you've had you've had some Rubens crush, right? I don't think I have, actually. Oh, my God, Tom, you I'm just going to I'm going to take a list right now of stuff I need to get for my birthday present to you. I'm up for it. (laughs) Oh, sweet. It'll be it'll it'll be my birthday present to you. So, yeah, their crush series is is phenomenal. It is uh, very, very good. They do can 
Um, so you can buy them at norms. You can buy them. Well, sometimes at norms, you can buy them at Costco even, but uh, very good beer. And I highly recommend it. It is too hard to put down and I don't buy them because then I just drink them too quick. And those, yeah. Tom, those are ones that'll kick your ass. They're like, yeah, 8% <laughs> too. And you're just like, what the hell? I'm not what even I drunk do? as you think I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, there we go. So Ruben's Crush. <laughs> What's All your right, next one? My next one. So I actually only have this one uh, twice a year. <laughs> and it's because I always get it at the same place. Um, so it's Pacifico which only has a 64% on beer advocate, which, okay, whatever. But I always get it down the street from uh, Dylan's shop in Snohomish at a Mexican restaurant. And they have the most icy cold mugs Mm. and they're 24 ounce mugs. Uh, But usually I will go there before a fantasy football draft. I'll get a plate of tacos, get some beans and rice, and then I'll get a couple of those Pacificos and they're low in alcohol. So I can eat or I can drink those 24 ounces, a couple of those and still feel just fine drafting my team. And it's one of the only lagers that I will actually drink. Like I hate lagers. I've tried so many of them and they all make me so sad. <laughs> Cause like I said, I like when that gross taste is in the back of your throat <laughs> And it just tastes like you're drinking like gross water when you're drinking a lager. I just don't like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of the only ones. If you get it icy cold, that's when I'll drink a lager. <laughs> so I always have a rule because Mexican Mexican food is my hands down favorite food. I could mm-hmm. style of food, I should say. I could eat Mexican food every single day. No hyperbole. I could eat it every single day. Yeah, so when I... <laughs> Yeah, and when I do go out to Mexican restaurants, I either get a margarita or I get a Tecate Pacifico or I get a um, Negro Modelo. Um, mm-hmm. I just it, 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 sometimes I'll just get regular regular Modelo, but I like the Negro Modelo better. Um, it is just a rule because it comes with lime. And my favorite thing whenever they're like, oh, do you want a glass? I'm like, yes, I do. Because that nice icy mug, it is. It just hits the spot, especially with the lime. Mexican lagers are are in a class of their own, in my opinion. Anytime a place has a Mexican lager, I'm like, ooh, I will try that. Um, Farmstrong has one. I don't know if you've had that I, one. Nope. I think it's just called La Raza. And that one is so goddamn good with just some, uh, with just a, a squirt of lime in it. It is fan-freaking-tastic. So, yeah, I agree with you, man. Pacifico is really hard to beat. And have you been to Mexico yeah. at all? No, I haven't. Okay, so when I went to Mexico when I was like 20, I was drinking Pacificos and I was like, God damn, these are good. You know, excuse me, these are tasty. And I didn't know shit about beer back then. Oh, no. Back then, beer was a mystery to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's a mystery. Just like women for me. I was like, what? What Who are these women? I don't get it. And I still don't get it. And I'm almost 34. So... (laughs) Oh, yeah. But anyways, well, now we're moving up to the real nitty gritty. And this is going quick because Dylan's not here. He's he's not yapping. But one um, of those mini episodes. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like you and I know a lot more about beer than Dylan does. He'd probably be like, oh, Bud Light, Coors Light and PBR, which in their own right are are, are still pretty good beers. (laughs) No, they are not. They are so gross. Ugh. no, get out of here. I I think cheap beer still has its place. Like I love Rainier. 
I went to a party a little bit ago, um, and they had a bad beer drinking contest where they lined up, uh, I think it was eight beers or seven beers and they were all, you know, all those gross ones. And I won with a tie of one right. Three people got one right. Everyone else got every single one of them wrong, <laughs> which doesn't even seem mathematically like possible because there is like probably like 15 people. And it's just like, uh, they all tasted the same to me. So I just wrote down names. I was just like, these are all just gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a real beer snob. <laughs> well, see, but that's what I mean is, is I think beer has a place for everything. So I think when I think of Bush Light, I think of high school. I think of my uncle who drinks Bush Light. I think of a time that I will not pass up a beer if I'm hanging out with friends and they're like, hey, you, you want a beer? And it's a Bush Light. I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. Same thing with the Coors Light. Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light. Those are tailgate beers. Go to yeah. a Husky game. Go to a Seahawks game. That's drink it, right? And so it's it fits fits that. It, yeah. I I I get expensive beer when I go to Seahawks games. <laughs> See, I, I I'll pay fourteen dollars I mean, for a beer at the Seahawks game. Well, I know, but sometimes you just want a social beer, like a beer to sip on, a beer that can be. Uh, you know, distributed amongst friends and you don't feel like you're going to be hammered or it's not going to be a, another space dust night. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, Touché. yeah, it's, uh, it is, it is difficult, but, but there, there is a place for those. And, yeah. And, and Rainier, Rainier for my money is just phenomenal. I absolutely love that beer so much. So, um, cool. All right. Well, my number four then moving along is, uh, and this was, this was tough. Although I do have a very clear cut number one, I was struggling with this one on, on where I should put it. Uh, but I think it's, it's pretty obvious that it's going to be my number two. So let me set the story, uh, back in 2015, I want to say, um, I had been in the thralls of, of, of beer collecting. I was buying beer left and right. Um, I would spend you know, 15 to $20 on a bottle and let it sit in my storage room for one to two years, maybe even longer. Um, I was a nut, but I knew of a beer of a, what did I call it? My unicorn beer. There were two of these and these are the next two I'm going to talk about, but talk about this one first. Um, I went down to San Francisco and uh, I was meeting some friends down there. We we're going to go to a baseball game. We we're going to hang out, do all the weekend shit. But I found a brew pub. And it was about 12 o'clock noon, 1230 noon, whatever. Walk in, go inside. And I was like, do you have any Russian River Pliny the Elder? And the guy was like, yep, we just got a keg. Do you want one? And I said, yes, I do, my good sir. <laughs> and I sat down at that counter and I took a picture. <laughs> I was nervous. I don't know why I was so nervous, but I drank it. And it was like kismet. I was it was it was absolute heaven. I was so impressed and I am not one to I'm I'm one to buck trends. I'm not one to follow the, the masses and typically I mean, I definitely do it at times. But with this one, everything they say is true about Pliny the Elder. I've never had a chance to do Pliny the Younger just because it's damn near impossible to get. You have to go to Russian River Brewing and stand in the, the crazy line in order to get one. But uh, the elder is incredible. So I loved it so much that I was able to Google search and find different places that they have it because they do only release X amount of bottles out to stores per week or whatever. 
So I picked up three from Whole Foods and I, I sold one to somebody back home and I kept two. And yeah, man, if you have you ever had a chance to drink a Pliny? No, I have not. Oh, you haven't. OK, interesting. So anyways, the Pliny the Elder is phenomenal, Tom. I absolutely love it. What is your fourth selection? Okay, so my fourth selection is the Apricot Ale from Pyramid Brewery. It has a 79 on Beer Advocate. Um, So my memories of drinking this was when I was a youngster, I would drink the Apricot Ale or... So I didn't like normal beers, so I wouldn't really like drinking things. And the apricot ale was the first one that I found that was like a good tasting beer. And I really, really enjoyed it. I remember playing beer pong at home with my nephew uh, and just drinking that while I was trying to get good at beer pong. Um, Yeah, so that would make that my number four beer you know i am not a fan of the apricot ale it is too apricotty for me um but have you ever had a thundercock i have not had a thundercock <laughs> it sounded like you said thundercock i said thundercock but anyways a thundercock is a um thunder thundercap ipa mixed with an apricot ale and uh hence the thundercock it is uh, still pretty tasty. And when when my buddy, I used to work in grocery and we used to have hookups for people who worked at Pyramid. So each year Pyramid was doing the snowcap party at their, uh, their recently closed location next to T-Mobile Park. But uh, it was a really cool event, but we had VIP each year. So we could go in an hour, I think, before it opened to the general public. And it was unlimited drinks and unlimited food. So what we would do is it was two beers at a time per person. So we would take a table, the little standing round top table, we'd get two beers, have a couple sips of each, walk over, get two more beers, have a couple sips of each, walk over, get two more beers, rinse and repeat. I have photos of us having about 24 beers on this little tiny top, and it was incredible. So we could try everything, right? Like the Thundercot, we could try the <laughs> Apricot, the Thunderhead, the regular Pale, the... um uh curveball all that kind of stuff it was uh and then obviously snowcap because snowcap was was the beer but it was a, a grand old time and so that is the only time i'll drink an apricot ale because i do not like apricots at all and i poo poo your decision wow how dare you yeah i went there <laughs> so i will jump to my fifth if that's cool with you go for it Sweet. So fifth on my list and uh, final, this beer holds a very special place in my heart. This was also my unicorn. And I remember the day I I had it and uh, it was remarkable. I was working at Albertsons in Milk, or I'm sorry, Muckle Teo. Uh, I looked online at this, I can't remember what website, but it said that this place, Special Brews, um, Special Brews had a keg of this beer on draft. And since I had been reading about this beer forever and wanting it forever, I said, absolutely. So I drive over to Special Brews. I am like, hello, my good sir. May I please have a dogfish head 120 minute IPA? And he goes, yes, you may. So it comes in, I think, an eight ounce pour because it is about 19 percent alcohol. 
Uh, this triple IPA is unreal. It will knock your socks off. It will make you crazy and you won't even know it. But I absolutely love this beer with a very, very strong passion. It is a 93 on Beer Advocate. Dogfish Head is in is based out of Delaware. Um, but yeah, man, this uh, this beer is I don't know. It's it's just too it's too hard to to, to beat. So the 120 minutes is uh, how they can continuously pour in the hops. Um, it's you know a full what is that two hours, and so that gives it this ultra smooth taste for a beer that is so should be overly uh, hoppy, but it's not. And the beauty of this thing is that. It gets better with age, just like Mr. Zach Rancourt here. It gets better with age. So what I do, I have a rule, Tom. This is crazy. I have a rule. Anywhere I go, if they have a dogfish 120 minute on draft, I have to order it no matter what I'm going to do. Even if I'm if, even if I want to a glass of water that night, I have to get a 120 minute IPA. And I do the same when I go to like norms or something. Norms had a four pack just sitting on the floor, random, like a mop bucket. And I look around and I was like, what? So I picked them up, bought them all. $45 later, I had four dogfish heads in my possession. It's um, it's incredible. I have three of them in my beer storage room right now, and I save them for special occasions. So I may break one out for my birthday. Just saying. But uh, that is my unanimous number one, Tom. What are your thoughts on dogfish 120 minutes? Uh, so I've never had it, um, but I have had a beer that is about, I think it was 19% alcohol. It's called Molotov cocktail. Um, and it tasted like it wasn't a good beer. It tasted like lighter fluid. Um, and I did not enjoy it at all. I did drink it and it was terrible and I felt drunk after one, but I'm willing to try anything. Yeah, that, um, doesn't sound too bad. Um, I don't know if I've had that. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that you should definitely try. I'll try to save some for my birthday, but if not tough titties, sounds good. Yeah. Thomas, you want to finish us off with your number five? Yes, I would love to finish us off. So my number five, I actually get a, I get a beer crate whenever I put enough beers into it, I get something it delivered right to my door. And this beer was in my very first crate. And it's called Did We Just Become Best Friends? It is an Imperial IPA. It is delicious. It has a 94% on Beer Advocate. And it is the smoothest beer that I've ever had that's an IPA. It just went down like it doesn't have any of that burn in the back of your throat that I do love, but for something that's a double IPA, it's crazy just how easily it went down and it is the tastiest thing ever. Um, it, and it's great because the name's good because it's from, uh, from step brothers and yeah, I just really enjoy this beer. It's, it's from somewhere across the country. I didn't look it up, but I think it's from like Minnesota or something like that. Um, yeah, but that, that is my number one beer. It is just, I had one of them and I wish that it was closer to me, but it's not. And I, I need to get more delivered cause it's delicious. 
So, yeah. Um, so that's from Hoof Hearted Brewing, if, if that's the one you're, you're thinking of, because I have had that one, too. And um, I just had to look it up, but it is from Ohio. Does that ring a bell? Uh, that sounds probably right. Does it have like two kids playing guitar and singing on it? And then I think there's like a cat in the background or something. Yeah, there's one with a cat also. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's it's really really good. I agree with you, man. That's a that's an excellent choice. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my entire list right there. Nice. Okay. Well, for the interest of this and to fix this stupid audio delay, it's probably on your end. Uh, do you have <laughs> an honorable mention? Just go with one. Okay. So. My honorable mention, I'm glad that you are kind of in a delay and can't interrupt me because I don't want you to react too quickly. It's Mike's Hard Lemonade. And I know it's Mike's Hard Lemonade, but back when I was 16 years old and I started drinking, (laughs) I hated drinking Coors Light and stuff like that. So Mike's Hard Lemonade was something I could drink and be okay with drinking. And then I would get drunk enough and then I'd drink hard alcohol because I couldn't taste the hard alcohol anymore. So, which is another thing I hate. So it kind of was just a gateway to getting drunker as a teenager. So that's why Mike's hard lemonade will always be in my heart. I haven't had one in like 10 years though. (laughs) Yeah. So I do not like those, but uh, I do remember drinking them, but that's a, that's really funny. So you added a Mike's hard lemonade, you know, I'm not going to yuck your yum, Tom. I appreciate the decision uh, for mine. Mine is, is is like my everyday. My friend John said it as a desert island beer, but mine is my everyday drinker that I could do. And I, I'm going to split it between two. So I'm cheating a little bit. But um, Fremont Summer Ale, I absolutely love. It just reminds me of floating in the river, paddleboarding, baseball games, everything summer. And Fremont is one of the best breweries ever. But their summer ale is incredible. Uh, very citra hopped uh, notes of of orange and, and lime and such. And then Georgetown Bodhisattva. I, again, hipster moment. Um, my buddy Matt and I talked about Bodhisattva because Georgetown is a really cool brewery uh, and they love the movie Point Break. They have a beer called Johnny Utah, uh, one called Bodhisattva and one co- called Back Off War Child. I'm serious. And it is really awesome. Um, so Bodhisattva was Patrick Swayze's character in in. Point break, if you don't know that, then you're crazy. But anyhow, this is an incredible IPA, and it actually took first place at the Great American Beer Fest, uh, I think like 2016 or something, and it it blew up. But Matt and I were drinking it before that because we both love Johnny Utah, and when we finally found Bodies Off at the Mariners game, we were like, oh my God, and it was it was utterly remarkable. So I still love Bodies Off, even though it's become very, very mainstream. It's just an incredibly easy drinking beer. So those those are my honorable mentions. Did you like that? Uh, Yes, I did like that. I've had both of them and they're both quite tasty beers and I will have them in the future also. Right. So, yeah, those are those are excellent. Um, And then real quick, I I asked a couple of my buddies, one of my friends, um, Addison, he he brews. Uh, he is a very knowledgeable person. I bounce ideas off of him for beer and, and all that kind of stuff. I asked him his top five and he said. Ooh, I think he changed a little bit. So from Bell's Brewing in Michigan, uh, he put Two Hearted, which I have had, and that is pretty goddamn good. Uh, from Fremont, the Lush IPA, which is an absolutely delicious drinking IPA. Uh, from Icicle Brewing out of um, Leavenworth, that is going to be Dark Persuasion, which is a German chocolate cake. 
stout, which is, oh God, it's so good. <laughs> and then from Pike Place, Kilt Lifter, which I think is just a Scottish stout or Scottish ale. Not super big on Scott uh, on Scottish ales, but I I do like that one. I've had it before. It's really good. And then he also put the Rubens Crush series. Um, yeah, that is uh, excellent. He also added Elliot. I don't know what Elliot is. I'm I'm not that smart. But um, and then also my friend John, who is uh, who, who's another huge beer nerd. The guy drinks it all the damn time. He put. Um, so Floodland Transmigration of Light. It's a wild ale mixed for uh, fermentation beer. Side project beer brewing. Uh, he put Barrel Time Rye. It is a barrel aged stout, which those are pretty hard to beat. He put Russian River Pliny the Younger, which is a triple IPA. Um, Floodland to Contemplate uh, Eternity, which is a Saison. And then Chuckanut Pilsner Lager. And the Chuckanut Pilsner Lager is pretty damn tasty as well for lagers uh his desert island beer the one that he could drink every day it'd probably be a bodhisattva or a johnny utah um and i agree with him because a fresh hop johnny utah is oh it's like heaven it's like heaven thinking about it right now tom and it's crazy but um but that's the list man do you have any other things to add to the list before i give the rundown uh i don't think i do i think i got a pretty good list going here Cool. Well, so to recap, uh, Thomas's beers are the peanut butter, peanut butter cup porter from Wingman Brewing, Space Dust from Elysian, the Pacifico Lager from Pacifico, the Apricot Ale from Pyramid Brewing, and the Did We Become Best Friends by Hoofhearted Brewing. So good choices, Tom. For Zach, I have uh, the Blueberry Muffin Sour from Great Notion, Peanut Butter Porter from Dangerous Man Brewing. Uh, the Double Crush from Rubens, Pliny the Elder from Russian River Brewing, and the 120-minute IPA from Dogfish Head Brewing. Uh, very good list, Tom. Those were great. Oh, and then I'm sorry. Uh, your Mike's Hard Lemonade made made the cut as well, and so did my uh, Fremont Summer Ale and Bodhisattva as our honorable mentions. Do you have anything to add? Drink more beer. Very well said. Drink more beer. Alrighty, thank you for tuning into the Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at PodcastTop5, at ZachDale60, at TomTop5, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. We want to thank our sponsor, Geek Fortress, for supporting us, except not showing up tonight. Be sure to check out GeekFortressGames.com for all your magic, tabletop, and role-playing game needs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. See ya!